0: Hi, everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Joining us today to continue our conversation on the U.S. information technology sector. Glad to welcome back Kevin the Dean, Information Technology and Communication Services Analyst for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Kevin, good morning to you. Welcome back to Top of the Morning. Looking forward to our conversation and catching up on the group. Hey, Dan. Looking forward to it, too. Thanks for having me back on. Absolutely. So, Kevin, I know there's a few topics we want to cover for our listeners, our clients today, that including takeaways from the Q3 reporting season. We'll talk about an outlook for the technology sector as well and wrap up on positioning. So starting with Q3 earnings, Kevin, I know you just released a publication titled The Big Picture in Pictures, where you talk about some key takeaways from the Q3 earnings season, which we're in the late innings of at the moment. And so what can you share with us overall in the way of takeaways and reflections, Kevin?
1: Yeah, Dan, thanks. It's a good question. So I, I won't go through all five points. I'll just try to summarize them sort of collectively. Um, this, this was a pretty tough earning season for the tech sector. We saw estimates get slashed by uh, percent um, through the earnings season, through Thursday, let this past Thursday, and that's from September to call it, you know, second week of November. Um, and that, that's a pretty aggressive markdown but estimates are still likely too high um, what we saw was the companies have reported they're actually tracking worse than that so you know we ha- we had a good chunk of the sector report and what we've seen so far is for the companies we've seen revenues come down uh, and I'm talking about calendar year 2023 um, what we've seen is revenues come down by five percent and net income come down by seven now I think the the, the mix here matters. Um, software and services companies, you saw some pressure because of macro fundamentals, and what I mean by that is largely we saw um, some pressure on on revenues because of, of the stronger dollar. It's at the margin, but I, I would say it was you know very marginal. Um, hardware names, you know that's largely smartphones and PCs. Um, you know I think there's some pressure there, but I think estimates have, you know, expectations have been sort of modified um, coming into it. And I think where we really saw numbers get hit hard was in semis, which uh, revenues for semiconductor companies are down. Um, estimates are down nine percent, and uh, net income estimates for 20 for 2023 are down um, by about 20 percent. So those are aggressive cuts. But you know, I, I think that if we look at um, estimates for 23, where we stand now. It doesn't seem to me that we're really baking in any chance of a recession. So, you know, the, the sector calls for like a mid-single digit uh, earnings earnings growth in total, meets a single high digit. Um, that's four percent in hardware, eleven percent for software and services, and and only a five percent decline in, in semi. So, when I look at this, I think that we've clear evidence of I.T. spending slowing. We've seen survey data that points to to that uh, phenomenon happening. We heard it with the cloud guys, right, the big cloud service providers. Two out of three of the big cloud service providers actually missed estimates, and they cited um, customers focusing on cost optimization. I I would keep it even simpler and say that customers are being more cautious in their spending. Um, So, you know, we do think that sector estimates are are too high going forward, Um, and we see – you know, continued risk in, in semi-estimates, I think that estimates for 2023 20, are still too high. I think that there's some parts of technology that seem a little washed out. I think, you know, PCs and server expectations are, are relatively modest now. You know, we've gone from expecting 350 million PCs per year now down to 275 more or less. There could be some more downside in the recession, but it feels like those numbers have been cut pretty aggressively. Um And in smartphones, you know, we've had a lot of damage in the smartphone market. I think the high end has held in pretty well. But I think with clear evidence of consumer retrenchment, clear evidence of pressures on the consumer in the developed markets, Western Europe, North America, um, Japan to a certain extent, uh, China to a certain extent, you know, I I think that high end of the smartphone market um, feels the pain in 23. And I think that's going to have implications so for me, ultimately, the big takeaway here is the IT sector is just less special, right? For, for a decade, you had the IT sector um, was unique. It had faster-than-market earnings per share growth. It had improving returns on equity, and that was rewarded with valuation expansion. And when you put those two things together, you have a sector that had massive outperformance, particularly later on in the economic cycle. But where we stand now is, I think, actually sort of a different picture. We've seen relative EPS, relative earnings per share for the technology sector, actually peak in the second quarter of 2020, and it's been grinding lower ever since. It's, so earnings per share for the for the technology sector is actually underperforming the broader tape, the, the broader S and P 500. But yet the sector still trades at call it a 23, 24 uh, percent premium on the PE. So I think that sets us up, you know, for, for some difficulties. I think that, uh, that, that's part of what underpins our, uh, equity strategy team headed up by David Lefkowitz, the least preferred view on technology. And I think ultimately what that points to, it, going back to my sort of least, less special comment, we think that the macro, macro backdrop just sets up better for other sectors. So as a house, we have a preference for, for value over growth within, um, U.S. equity. We're, we're underway, we're least preferred on, on, uh, the technology sector, we're least preferred on consumer, uh, discretionary, and we tilt towards more defensive sectors to offer to
0: offset that. And Kevin, I do want to point out to our listeners, our clients, the publication, The Big Picture in Pictures, U.S. Information Technology is available up on UBS.com slash CIO. Clients of UBS, you can, of course, contact your financial advisor if you want to receive a copy directly. Though, sticking with performance into 2023, you alluded to it a bit already, Kevin, the themes that will be perhaps carrying over into the new year through year end, what kind of performance with In the group can we expect and what are your expectations near term into q1 of 2023
1: yeah i think i think we're going to have a lot of a lot of volatility in the sector right we saw last week we saw a cpi print that came in cpi was still high but it came in a little bit better than expected i'm not going to parse through all those lines inside of cpi that's that's other people's role here at, at, at ubs and the cio um but I think that was a catalyst for for some market participants thinking that there was a Fed pivot coming, and you saw the bond market react. And, and ultimately, what you saw was technology st- shares um, really rocket higher. Um, and I think that was really driven by expectations of you know a, a, a less aggressive Fed, which is supportive for which would, if it does in fact happen, that would be supportive. For growth stocks, it would be supportive. For technology stocks, it would be supported. Supported for valuations of both technology and and, and growth stocks. Um, I think, though, that you know, if we turn the page and and look more at fundamentals, you know, I think there's still some challenges. I think between now and and year end, I wouldn't be surprised to see the market, uh, the technology sector, have some, you know, uh, as I said, volatility and maybe an upward bias. I think that there's going to be know, potential for some window dressing, I think after a tough year in technology, you know, investors, institutional investors may want to start to position for 2023 if they do, in fact, have a more benign outlook on the Fed. But I think as we get into one, two, I think we're going to have to start thinking about fundamentals again. Um, and I do think the fundamentals will be sort of challenging. I think that we're, we're definitely seeing pressure on the consumer. I mentioned that um, that has implications across the IT sector. I think it's underappreciated that the consumer drives about 35-40% of, sec- of IT sector income. Whether you want to say that's from consumer products like smartphones or consumer PCs, or that's the payment processors, the companies that process your credit card and debit card they sit within technology for now. So I think you could see some pressure there, and I also think that we're going to see, you know, continued um, headwinds to IT spending. So um, I think fundamentals will be back in focus once we get into the first quarter and we start thinking about fourth quarter results and what companies may or may not say about their outlooks for for calendar year 23.
0: So Kevin, in terms of positioning, you mentioned the equity team currently has the U.S. information technology sector as a least preferred, though within the group, any preferred subsectors within? How should an investor think about an approach into the space right now?
1: I think that we we think about it more in terms of how to be positioned across the sector without getting too hung up on the individual groups. So, you know, what I would say is in software, we still want to stick to to quality, um, GARP, which is growth at a reasonable price, and and software companies that are focused on the enterprise. Um, That tends to point me more towards larger cap means. Um, We think these means, first off, they, they tend to be focused more on the enterprise, even though I'm cautious on enterprise spending, as I've said probably half a dozen times on this call. I think software is a unique beast. I think that software companies are are better positioned to weather any slowdown in IT spending. One, because software has been a secular share gainer in IT budgets. Two, these businesses have high levels of return revenue, so they're not as exposed to a slowdown. And three... I think what we'll also see is if there is, in fact, a recession or is, in fact, a material slowdown in um, IT spending, you'll see software companies actually improve their gross margins. Um, Growth is expensive, and growth is where software companies focus. So in a slower environment, if they dial back their efforts on growth, that'll actually be very margin-accretive. In hardware, again, we would focus on enterprise over smartphones. The theme here is that we want more exposure to the enterprise versus the consumer, Uh, We still think that there's some uh, pent-up demand for communications equipment, networking gear, the things that connect businesses to the Internet, that connect them to their customers, that connect them to the cloud. Um, There's been some pent-up demand there. There's been some component shortages that have pushed that pent-up demand off to the right, um, and we think that's sort of a a safe haven. Um, And lastly, in semis, you know, we're cautious on the cycle. We think that there could be some more downside here particularly in parts of semiconductors that have held up especially well. So analog chip companies that have benefited from strong demand from autos and industrials, they could face headwinds next year. We just haven't seen any estimate cuts yet there. So instead of focusing on the cycle, we focus really on idiosyncratic opportunities. So that would be companies that we think are pu- pulling on self-help lovers, um, that have that are exposed to end markets where we've already seen you know, some pretty big estimate revisions. Um, and we also would focus on on memory companies because we think the memory industry, by virtue of consolidation, looks much more like an oligopoly. And we think that combination of uh, a more rational industry that solves for margins rather share alongside with really benign or undemanding valuation, uh, we think that sets up well for 2023.
0: Well, Kevin, a very productive conversation this morning. Thank you for joining our listeners, our clients, and sharing with them your current thinking on the group, what the setup looks like for 2023, how we should think about positioning. And I also, again, want to point our listeners, our clients, to Kevin's note, which does outline his takeaways, reflections on the Q3 reporting season. Again, that being U.S. information technology, the big picture in pictures, which, again, available up on UBS.com slash CIO. Though Kevin, thank you again for your time and insight as always. Appreciate it. Thanks very much, Dan. Appreciate
2: it. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.